Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, you've tuned in to I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Thanks for being with us today, friends. And as we are diving into another topic today that I know is going to be um, a new way of looking at things, I just want to remind you that you can go back and find all of our past podcasts on iworkforhim.com. And remember, you can just subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And I just encourage you, right now we are releasing um, some what we call Power Pods, which are short and condensed versions of shows that we've done. We're releasing some bonus episodes that are from the authors that contributed to our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him. So check those out on our podcast. You know, prayer, intercessory prayer, a prophetic word from God. All these are overly spiritual words that mean something to some, but to most, they're religious words full of fluff and non-meaning. How would you communicate these concepts to a pre-believer in a compelling way as to not intimidate and not alienate them? I just finished Perry Marshall's latest book, Memos from the Head Office. Now, before you go all off and criticize Perry for not saying answers to prayer from God, I encourage you to read it. I also encourage you to adopt Perry's strategy for communicating spiritual concepts to pre-believers about our Heavenly Father in a way that is loving and helpful. Perry spends the whole book sharing miraculous stories of God's intervention in people's work lives, and in the end, he presents the gospel in the most clear way, free of religious baggage. Perry Marshall is a prolific writer, but is best known for his expertise on how to take advantage of social media and Google to make your business and your organization famous and successful. Perry Marshall, welcome back to I Work For Him. It's an honor to be here. It's really special to be with you both, so... Thank you for making me a guest on your show. No problem. Perry, when you were last on the show, I asked you about your faith journey. So uh, how about an update? How have you seen God working in your life recently? Well, you know, this this book was designed to um, be a demilitarized zone uh, where people could have spiritual conversations without getting pigeonholed or caught in the crossfire. And I just think the world needs a, the world needs is badly in need of DMZs. We, we need like a demilitarized zone is the strip of land between North and South Korea, where they can have a conversation without anybody getting shot at. And we need DMZs for politics and discussing viruses and pandemics and for discuss like, like you name it, or, you know, gender and like all of these kinds of things. And, um, and so um, like we had a, we had a, a, a party at my co-author's house when we launched the book and he had all these friends and neighbors who um, they didn't really know anything about this book. Uh, and and we had people giving prophetic words in his living room, like, hey, if you want to get a memo, like maybe you don't know what those memos are, but, um, and then people would go in there and they were really enriched by those conversations. And so um, I guess, I guess what's going on is the DMZ seems to be flourishing. Mm, that's great. So why did you decide to write a book on prayer, or should we say memos from the head office? 
well, if I, if I wrote a book on prayer, only a certain kind of people would ever read it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and all those people already have plenty of books about that. Um, I wanted to, to get to people that don't even know they need that. Um, and, and so, well, the way that started was we started an experiment. So there, there's a story in the book about a woman named Vivian who, um, well, I, I guess I'll just tell the story. Yeah, tell here. the story. So, so um, I, I was reading this book by Richard Koch called The 80-20 Principle, and he made this offhand remark uh, that made me realize, hey, wait a minute, 80-20 is some kind of a math formula. What is it? And I started looking around and I could not find anything like what I was picturing in my mind. And so I was obsessing over this and I'm an engineer. So like geek alert, you know, and that, and I, I was like, well, wait a minute. If you knew what that formula was, there's all kinds of interesting things in business that you could do that you can't do right now. So what is it? But I was stuck. And so it was this one day as a Friday and, March of 2003, and I was just obsessing over this math problem. And, and, and then the other thing that was going on that day was a few days before, I had had a caveman discovers fire moment in my business. I had done something that generated quite a bit of cash. And you know, most people who have a successful business eventually had one of these moments. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a business. And, and, and so I was going... Wow, that that really shocked me. What, what, how could I use my business to support this project in Mozambique, um, which my my brother-in-law was involved in? And so I was obsessing about a calculus problem in Mozambique all day long. And I, I hadn't really talked to anybody about this, but there was this music thing at church. And so I went and I'm standing there in La La Land and they're playing this music and I'm a million miles away and I'm thinking about math problems and I'm thinking about Mozambique. And all of a sudden I look up and this woman is making a beeline for me and she's black and she sticks out her hand and she says, hi, my name is Vivian and the Lord gave me a word for you. And I thought, I have heard of things like this, but I have never seen it myself. And this should be interesting. She goes, the Lord told me that you're very good at math and you work in some kind of equation, some kind of formula, some kind of invention, and you're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and I was, I, I mean, I was totally shocked. I was like, I, I haven't talked to anybody about this, especially not here, especially not her. I've never seen this woman in my life and she's just reading me my mail. What are the chances <laughs> that she would pick me out of a crowd and say that to me. Like, nobody does that. I don't have people like, you know, you, you don't have people just walk up to you and tell, tell you what you're doing and they've never met you before. So I thought, well, so she had my attention and she, she turned and walked away and then she spun around. She goes, oh, and he told me something else too. You went to support missions and God is going to bless your business so you can support missions. And I just stood there with my mouth open and almost in tears. And I said, if only you knew. And she goes, 
he knows. And she just walked away. Just like that. And when we come back, we're going to hear how that one moment with Vivian, the intercessor, changed Perry Marshall's life. You're listening to I Work Room with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We'll be right back. But make sure, in the meantime, you check out Perry's latest book, Memos from the Head Office. Check it out. You can get on Amazon. Memos from the Head Office. We'll be right back. As a busy leader, you've realized that you can't do everything on your own. You need help living out your God-given purpose. And thankfully, Belay, an organization dedicated to revolutionizing productivity with their virtual assistant, bookkeeping, and social media strategist services can help. If you're wondering what you can delegate to make your life easier to live out your calling, look no further. Belay is offering a free download of three actionable delegation resources, 30 things to delegate to a virtual assistant, 10 things to delegate to a bookkeeper, and 20 things to delegate to a social media strategist so you can get back to what really matters, fulfilling your purpose. To learn more, just text for him to 55123. Again, that's the number 4 H I M to 55123. Hey, welcome back to I Work Frame as we're talking today with Perry Marshall. He's written recently written a book, Memos from the Head Office, Memos from the Head Office. And it may be what you think or it may not be what you think. Perry Marshall, what I like best is that when Vivian turned and walked away and said, God knows, that woman not only read your mail, she read your mind, but she didn't do either. God told her exactly what was going on in your life and told her, hey, Vivian, I need you to walk over to that guy, kind of tall guy over there. He looks like he's not even connected with the music that's sitting in the room. I want you to tell him what I just laid on your heart. And she's going, Lord, that's the weirdest thing ever. Tell him. Perry Marshall, that moment redefined your life, didn't it? Uh, yeah. In fact, it might have been the most important conversation in my career because, you know, she said, well, God's going to bless your business so you can support missions. And a few months later, um, I released my Google advertising book, which went on to become the best-selling book on internet advertising. And it just turned into that turned into a magic carpet ride. And three years later, I figured out the math formula, which is the backbone of my 80-20 sales and marketing book, which I mean, it really infiltrates everything that I teach and do in my consulting business. Um, the math got published in Harvard Business Review three years ago. Uh, it was a very big deal. I mean, my whole career pivoted on that one conversation. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a really big deal. And then you asked, well, how did I get to writing a book about this? I had no idea who this Vivian person is. I knew, and I, and I didn't see her anymore. Um, I knew one guy who figured out who she was. <laughs> and when my 80-20 book came out, the dedication said to the master mathematician and to Vivian. I said, I got to find this Vivian person. And so I hunted her down and I finally found her and we became friends. And, uh, and I said, Hey, I would like to try an experiment. I said, I've got this membership of entrepreneurs and business owners who get marketing advice and we do webinars and stuff. I would like to get you and another prophetic person on a webinar and have you give prophetic words to people you can't even see. They're just on a webinar listening. And, and she goes, okay. And so we would say, 
Jim B, go, or Martha B, go. And then they would just, they would ask God for something and then give Jim or Martha something and just go through. We would get like 30 people on a webinar and they would just do one after another, after another. And people are typing in the chat box. They're going, oh my goodness, like this is, this is unreal. Like, like they're just like hitting, hitting things, like hitting the nail right on the head. And so this turned into a regular thing. And first we were doing one of these a month and then it was two and then it was three and now we're up to 11. Hmm. Uh, and I mean, these are just business people. I mean, there is no religious filter here. Um, like they could be from any business right. or any walk of life. Well, and that's what, that's, what's beautiful. Your, your whole book covers the stories of all these people and, and it's clearly they're not believers, but once they experience this, they're like, Hey, there's something to this. This is God gotta be real. If this has happened, there's no other way to explain this. Perry, one of the, what I, what I love most, and, and I got to read the book, Martha and I were in different cities, so I didn't get to share it as much with her. So she's got a question for you, but I after, after I say after, after I say this one, you encourage everybody to spend the first hour of the day in Renaissance time in religious mm-hmm. circles. We call that devotion time. Okay. But it, it, you said the most powerful thing. I love this. Write the question down. Okay. I'm here. I'm paraphrasing. I'm here. What do you have for me today? Dear head office, I'm here. What do you have for me today? Write that in whatever your major hand is. So for me, that'd be write it down right-handed. Put the pen in your other hand and start writing down the very first things that come to your mind. Explain this to me and why this renaissance time? Well, so I think calling it devotions is too, pigeonholes it too much as to what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you know, I mean, I grew up in a church where it was like the ultimate answer to absolutely everything is study the Bible, study the Bible, study the Bible. And, uh, you know, some of the Bible teachers were scoundrels. <laughs> um, and I think, I, see, I think, uh, I think that we have excessively formulized all of this stuff too much. Okay. Because what it really comes down to is, are you open to God, or maybe you don't like that word because that word has a lot of baggage and it, and it does for a lot of people, right? The word God has tons of baggage. Jesus has tons of baggage. How about you call it the head office? You call it the infinite intelligence. You call it whatever you want. Are you open to having the greatest entity speak into your life or not? That's it. And if you are, then you have an open channel. And if you're not, well, then I guess you go do something else. Um, but uh, but I, wanted, I wanted to reframe this so that the baggage was not being introduced. Now, the opposite handwriting thing um, the way I learned it, it's not even a way of praying necessarily. It's a way of getting to inner emotional garbage. If, if, you, if you have a, a pad of paper and you ask a question, and this is really good for like emotional questions or like, oh, you know, I just got uh, irrationally angry at my wife when she made that little remark and it was totally uncalled for. Why did I get mad? If you want to get to answer a question like that, 
a really good way to get to an answer is is is, is you, you take your dominant hand and you write so what's really bothering you? And then you put the pen in the other hand that you don't usually write with and whatever comes to mind, you just write down. And what's funny is the effort of trying to write with your wrong hand tends sort of occupies your conscious mind and it lets the weaker side of you speak. And so there's a story in the book where I noticed that there were certain times where I would feel this lump in my throat, like I was wanting to cry or something. And I, ha- I would have no idea what that was. And when I, when I did the non-dominant handwriting technique, I suddenly realized it was when my cat got killed on the highway when I was six. And then all of a sudden, like I kind of sorted out that emotion and then it went away. Huh. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people, especially with, uh, you know, they start their day on social media, they pull their phone into their bed and they start the death scroll, you know, 10 seconds after the wake up. Most people are so cluttered with mental garbage that they don't even know how to listen to themselves, let alone listen to God. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so true. Yourself, how are you ever going to listen to God? Wow. So, Perry, I am the kind of person that, well, first of all, before I ask my question, I want to let the listeners know that you are willing to give away a copy of your book. And whether you callers, you get the opportunity to win one, I hope that you will go get one because what we're talking about on this show, I think is going to have huge impact for each one of us. But it's Memos from the Head Office by Perry Marshall. Call our listener line at 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And we will have to determine which one of you will get a copy and we'll get that out to you. But then everybody else, just know that you can go and just look for memos from the head office and get yourself a copy. One of the things, Perry, that's really striking me about this conversation is the fact that you're an engineer and I would expect this to be a book like, okay, do this for 10 minutes and do this for this and do this. And you're saying that this is a whole like relax and quit like pigeonholing the situation. So explain that hour to me um, just a little bit more because it's, um, you know, of course, everybody's thinking there's still a formula, there's still something, but what is it that you are encouraging the readers of your book to do in the morning to really be a better listener? So, so first, I don't know that it needs to be an hour. I think, I think um, a lot of people like if you said an hour, they'd go, well, I don't know what to do. Well, okay, 10 minutes. Sure. But like block a solid, honest 10 minutes. And before you get into your email box or your social media or watch TV or listen to the radio or call or text or, or interact with, any, with the rest of the world in any way, go sit down and have some private space and have some gratitude and think about your morning and maybe drink your cup of coffee. What, what I do is I write. And I don't mean sit on a keyboard and compose. I mean, like, get a piece of paper and a pen or pencil and just, like, what's on your mind? What's on your heart? I just had a dream. I had a great last night having dinner with my family. It can be anything like that. And you just ask questions. I think like 
even prayer, like people think prayer is a guy standing in front of a bunch of people mumbling a bunch of words. Fancy words. Prayer is listening. Right. Okay, so listen. Mm. Ask a really simple question like, what does my four-year-old need for me today? And listen and write whatever comes. And then people get all like, oh, well, what if that's not God? What if it's just my bad burrito well, mm-hmm. don't worry about that right now. Just, just write it down. Write it down. Right. You decide what to do with it later, but like just right. turn. Okay, one rule. Switch off the editor. That's it. Mm. Switch off the editor and let it come. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, writing is a great way to do this. Some people, maybe you go to the park with your dog and sit on a park bench and look at the pond. Like, But it starts... Like the best way to start your day is with your own private spiritual space. And then when you feel like, okay, I'm good now. Mm. I got, I like, I got it. Then you start your day. It, it will, it will totally change the way your day goes. We're talking to Perry Marshall about his book. He wrote with John Finch. We should give him a little, uh, John also wrote it with him. Sorry, Perry, Perry, Perry's on the front cover. We're talking with Perry today. Memos from the head office. Get a copy. 866-713-9675. We'll be right back with more from Perry Marshall. Want to build a profitable side hustle that impacts people with truth and healing in themselves and in their leadership? Then look at becoming a certified leadership coach with Giant. Giant has been in the leadership space for over 13 years and has over 500 coaches in over 127 countries. Their coaches are being hired by Fortune 500 companies and organizations like I Work For Him. Martha and I took the Giant Sherpa training under one of these great coaches to become leaders worth following. Giant gives you everything you need to start your own coaching business from scratch, like hands-on training from top-level coaches, access to an all-in-one online platform to run your entire coaching business, and you get to join a thriving community of coaches around the world. To get started, Giant is hosting a coaching business workshop to help you learn how to build a successful coaching business. This workshop is 100% free, and you can reserve your spot by going to giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. If you're ready to impact people and get paid to do it, go to giant.tv forward slash I work for him. That's giant.tv forward slash I work for him. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him as we're talking with Perry Marshall today. He wrote the book, Memos from the Head Office, along with John, is it John Fancher? Is that how it said? And and right. uh, John hasn't got enough credit in the show today. They wrote the book together. I'm telling you, get a copy of this book. Whether you can win it on the show today, 866-713-9675, or get to buy it on Amazon, I'm telling you, get this book. You know, you're, Jim, you always have a way of telling people just what they got to do. But, you know, if there was anything that Jim could tell you today to got to do, that would be what it is for today. So, because um, Perry's going to spend a whole book not telling you exactly what to do, but just to listen. That's right. So, Perry, in your book, at the very end, you have a gospel presentation that is gentle yet bold. Why did you use that approach? Well, first of all, I put it in the appendix. And uh, we, we sent this book out to lots of readers. In fact, we hired readers on, online to like, okay, we'll pay you to read this book and give us honest feedback. And what we were looking for is where... Where do roadblocks come up? Where do, where do they suddenly like, have a defense mechanism popping up? And that, that's a huge reason of, of why the book is written and worded the way that it is. And, um, and 
really at the beginning of the book, it says, hey, I'm a Christian. Everybody knows that, but I am not going to get in your face about Christianity. If you want to hear my views on things, you can go to Appendix 1. And when you do that, um, it, it gives you permission. Uh, it's like you're, you're getting into a conversation that the reader has given you permission to have. Right. And then when, when I see, I think, I think any marketer knows this. Anytime people have seen something or heard something enough times, they just switch it off. It doesn't matter, like, a, a guy could be 800 pounds and eating Cheetos, and if he's heard you need to exercise and eat well, he, he's just, like, not going to listen. No matter how bad he wants, uh, you know, to how, how bad he needs to hear it. So I wanted to explain the Christian story in different language than what people are accustomed to hearing so that it would make it through their filters. And, and there's and no, that, and it's the most unbelievable. And I interrupt you because we're running out of time, but I got to tell you, Perry, and this is the, the highest compliment I could give you. I am, I am the most anti-religious guy. Religion is about money, power, and control. And you presented the gospel at the end of your book in this, in an appendix in a way that didn't use a single religious word. It wasn't, it, it didn't, it didn't kick any triggers on. It wasn't offensive and it was all truth. And I got to believe that someday down the road, you're going to have a conversation with somebody's like, can I copy that? Because that was fantastic. Cause it, you know, that's be the ultimate compliment. That is the way for the 80% of the people that don't ever go to church today in this, in this, in this United States of America, that's the way the gospel needs to be presented because it was truth and it was relevant and it was easy to understand. And there was no five syllable words and ended with shun. I, I just, thank you. Thank you for being that bold. I, you're welcome. I, I, it's a lot easier to share faith when the defenses are down and, you know, maybe, maybe you should ask the head office, how do I communicate this in a fresh way, because there's always a way. Mm. Such a good question. That's great. Perry, uh, we're, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for following the Lord and for listening to Vivian. You know, we got, you know, <laughs> next, we should bring Vivian on. I mean, seriously, she oh, sounds amazing. She sounds amazing. Uh, and I'll, I'll make that happen. I would, lo- I would love to, I'd love to meet Vivian, but it is important in, in my summary for today's show. I just want to let people know in this book, you're going to find stories from dozens of people and how they learned that God cared about the intimate details of their life before they even reckon many of them before they even recognized that there was a God. They didn't know that somebody cared about the intimate details of their life and God gave them answers and solutions. As Christ followers, we need to understand the exact same thing. We need to ask our Heavenly Father, what do you have for me today? What is it that you have for me today? Just tell me. Perry Marshall, thank you for memos from the head office. Thank you both. This is what a pleasure. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work work for him. him. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field. But for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him, by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. 
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I work the number four, him.com.